Welcome to episode 28 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As the VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the industry. Let's go. So, Fabian, do you want to start? Yeah, thanks. Uh, so today I want to talk about this uh, device that is uh, set to be released next year, and it's called Visor. Um, and uh, so I will scroll down through the website and it's, uh, it's very interesting to see how they present the, the device um, and to see what is it's actually. Um, so they present, as you can see, uh, similarly to Apple, special computing uh, designed for work. So this is um, a clearly uh, positioning market. Um, and it's a collaboration between a company called Immersed, uh, and they are basically doing um, a software that you install on your computer that streams your screens on your VR device. So it works on the Quest and other devices. So you can work with uh, multiple screens as um, is uh, mostly advertised on the uh, Apple Vision Pro release. Uh, but so it, it works already. I actually spent uh, a bit of time uh, this afternoon trying this uh, software. And so it's a collaboration with a tech giant, undisclosed. So we don't know, um, is it Google, is it Samsung? Um, is it someone else? Uh, we don't know. So it um, seems to be a very uh, high-end device um, with a high field of view. And uh, so again, as you can see, uh, it's to work. Uh, you can stream your uh, computer um, with many screens like this. Um, you can look at VR videos as well. Um, and uh, something that is to mention is it's uh, custom built. So uh, it's not explained how they will do it, but your um, eye distance and uh, maybe like a, a facial scanning will happen. Um, we don't know, but the, the fitting will be uh, custom to, uh, to each user. Um, and uh, so that's it um, for the technical description. So as you can see, it's very vague. So basically, it seems like it's only um, uh, a device that you will wear to work uh, and to work on uh, multiple uh, screens and that it will be tied to your computer. Um, so I think it's a very um, interesting positioning. Um, and uh, so I'm curious to know what you think. And just as a brief comment, so yeah, I spent uh, about 15, 20 minutes working with the Quest 2 on my head with the uh, multiple desktop. So yeah, it's very cool to have a very large uh, screen and to be able to look at multiple screens at the same time. But very quickly, after the five minutes of hype, <laughs> I will say, uh, the, the weight of the device and the crispiness of the fonts is really uh, starting to, uh, to, to be a problem uh, when working um, in, in such situations. So I was on the Quest 2. Is this kind of solution 
like very large, uh, like 4K per eye, I think, um, will solve these kind of issues. And it seems to have very light device, 25% lighter than a smartphone. I have doubts, but I'm really curious to, <laughs> to know what you think. Um, so let's start with you, Seb, maybe. Yeah, uh, I was saying, yeah, like you, I did some tests also with the Quest 2 and the Quest 4 working, trying to work this way. And um, <clears throat> I did not manage to get my keyboard set up correctly. So I was trying to use the controller with the, with the windows displayed in, in 3D. And that's not convenient. You lose a lot of precision. And after a while, you are after after actually a very quick uh, time you are tired of uh, pointing at something in, in the air so i don't know if you use the mouse and keyboard and if it works for you but that that yes helps the yeah, experience yeah, i think yes yeah so in the immerse uh, software uh, in the immerse app on the quest you can uh, like cut through uh, the virtual reality and see the mixed reality. So you you draw around your keyboard and mouse. So you actually see them in uh, in mixed reality. Hmm. I think that can help. But now uh, I'm wondering after a while also being uh, like watching different screen and moving your head all the way around to look at all your screen uh, around you, even if it's sharp. Uh, I don't know. How if you win some some time uh, after a while uh, or if you start losing time or losing focus because you have too much screen i think i saw the same kind of study being done uh, even with real screen uh, having too much screen around start to you start to lose uh, focus and lose um, efficiency so i wonder if it's a good way to go or we need more app that uh, allows quicker interaction and works better in VR somehow. Um, that's my concern with that that way of uh, moving forward. Uh, but like you actually said, now I haven't seen anything with a very sharp resolution and a lightweight headset, and that I think that could help also the experience. And also, if you don't have to calibrate every time your keyboard and it's tracking it in real time, so you can move it and, and change your position because being steady and always keep the same position, uh, that's never never the way we, we never lock our keyboards to our board or our table because we are always moving around to change a bit the position to, yeah, to rest a bit, say. That, that could help also the experience in my idea. Okay, uh, what about you, Ian? Well, I just want to talk about the specification of the headsets, uh, given what you, you presented, uh, the resolution, and especially the 25% weight, like it's very, very, it should be very, very light. Uh, I guess we are facing another uh, species of, uh, you know, we we interviewed we int we introduced the the term assisted reality, 
those kind of glasses that are just made for watching TV or uh, playing video games with a white screen in front of you, like the uh, I guess this is the Rokid uh, AR glasses, and uh, there are lots of them right now. Uh, because given the weight, uh, we shouldn't expect a lot of captors and other technologies for tracking. So they are just basically a seized off uh, based on a SLM or other technology for, for them to be able to, to track the environment. And then if the, the rendering are correct, it seems to be using some... Uh, pancakes lenses plus some eye resolution and uh, it's basically what all the competitors are doing right now with this assisted um, reality glasses so uh, they are I guess surfing on the spatial computing vibes or wave uh, intro uh, made uh, by Apple but uh, I don't think this kind of device will be a, rev a revolution in the short term. So we should. So if I understand correctly, they, they provide a, a piece of software that you tried uh, for for you to to be able to see your screen. Okay. Um, so I guess their main evolution, their main uh, innovation would be with this uh, piece of so software. Um, so this is my first comment comment about this, um, and uh, the other one is you mentioned that when you try this, uh, you had like a five minute hype and saying that yeah it's very cool uh, it works perfectly and so on, and um, it par perfectly matched the time that people had the Apple Vision Pro on their head, and uh, I guess they're. You know, we, we. I guess you you presented the the, the main possibly the the default of the Apple Vision Pro, especially with the distortion and all this kind of uh, the, the way that we won't be able to to see letters and text clearly. And I'm a bit scared that uh, when people said that the Apple Vision Pro or well, it was working very very well with screens and text uh, we were in this like hype window this five minute window when people are just like whoa it's uh, it's awesome and they are not uh, focused on this uh, reading part so maybe in the second batch of tests we will have more advised uh, reviewer and they may be uh, especially focusing on this and uh, tell us if it's better to read text or see those very small uh, characters in the Apple Vision Pro if, or if it's just uh, the hype wow effect and so on uh, that they, they witness with the, 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 the headset. It's, it's basically the, this main point that, okay, it's great to see a bigger screen to work on, uh, but this issue of being able to read the text correctly and uh, with some kind of comfort is uh, very concerning at some point because we know that the resolution and the distortion and the lenses are not there yet. So I'm very curious to see, to know if the Apple Vision Pro is able to do so or not. Yeah.
Yeah, and there was one more thing that I forgot to say is that uh, because it's um, a network streaming of your screen, there is um, a very slight delay. Uh, so I I type quite fast I think, and I was I was able to see like the the delay between uh, actually typing and um, the, the the letters appearing. So it's uh, for for the clicking around it was okay, but for typing it was noticeable. Um, so it, yeah, it's not native in in the headset it's streamed. So this is why there is a delay. Um, and um, yeah, maybe to uh, to close up on this, um, I'm very curious to know what is the tech giant uh, behind this. Um, Samsung, maybe um, I don't know. <laughs> well, they they all seem to be occupied with the other project right now. We know that Samsung is working with uh, uh, on his own LG with Meta and. Uh, Google was another one. We'll be talking about this uh, in the few, in a few minutes. But uh, yeah, all the tech giants seems to be uh, well occupied right now. <laughs> Maybe the Chinese giants, tech giants. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Seb, do you want to present sure. your topic, please? So on my side, I wanted to talk about the 3D, 3D Gaussian uh, splatting, which is uh, progressing a lot. So it's similar to NERF, so the, the way you can take picture of, a, of an object from every angle and use that kind of tool to make it a 3D, a 3D model out of that. Not exactly a 3D model for NERF, but at least for 3D Gaussian splatting, you end up with a 3D model. And yeah, um, there was some sharing uh, this week around the new test that has been done and the result is really impressive. So I just wanted to share that video first. So it's, it's a car, but like you can see the front glass is looking quite amazing and really realistic. Um, with a model that is not that high in terms of polygon and render in real time. So quite an impressive one. And there was another one that was shared, which is um, a 3D engine of uh, an airplane engine. Um, and then it's really detailed. You can see all, all the parts. And, and it, like I said, it renders in real time. So it's, it's really impressive and being able to really do that quickly instead of getting the CAD model and trying to low poly that and make it work in 3D. That makes the whole process quite nice. Uh, I don't know if you had the same opinion, if you have some, some thinking about that or on that. What is your thought, guys? Um, I, yeah, so first, uh, of course, yeah, it's impressive. Um, I, I think I saw some usage where people would place this type of objects and I don't know what the rendering engine that they were using, but place in real situations and, uh, the reflections and the lightning will be really matching the, 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 
the real room and uh so i found that very very impressive yeah i think it can when when these technologies are mature enough i think it can uh, really change the way produce games movies medias applications via so um yeah pretty uh, exciting to see what's what's going to happen um i don't know what's the time frame to, for this to move from uh, demonstration to actual implementation uh, in something that we look at every every day um, it's a very nice technology it's it's an ai based rendering right i think i think it's a bit different from ai um... I, I need to dig dig further to to make some 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 uh, yeah some some to, to tell you how it's done. But uh, yeah, it's basically the same same idea as Murph uh, the way it works. But yeah, um, okay. I, I will look deeper and let you. What about you, Guillaume? Well, the thing is, I saw. Uh, like a lot of videos popping about this Gaussian new way of doing uh, uh, nerf type uh, point cloud and so on and they were uh, like basically adver advertising it as a revolution and uh, all the classic uh, marketing or communication language or vocabulary for, for this kind of innovation so they presented some other examples like the, the classic room that you can uh, it's not scan but uh, process um, and indeed the, the result is very impressive better than what we've seen uh, until now with the, the nerf and they were advertising that they had some awesome or great re performances as well uh, they were talking about 300 hertz uh, or FPS uh, when they were uh, displaying the results. So I was a bit uh, cautious about these um, numbers, especially when you are presenting yours and they are like a FT at a 60 FPS. Uh, so they are also advertising that you can extract the point cloud and then use the result um, inside your game engine and uh, create games or other immersive or not applications. So I'm always very cautious about these announcement videos uh, for new algorithms, because of course the results that will be presenting are, are great, but we know that especially with the nerf uh, in the, the latest uh, months, that when you are trying to extract this information and put them in uh, like Unity or Unreal, uh, the, the meshing point is now the, the issue with this, uh, meaning that you won't have this crisp, very clear uh, rendering that we are seeing right now, and which make the, the, this algorithm uh, very impressive. So uh, I, I guess we, we have already talked about this, but uh, as a technical demonstration, it is great. But for us to be able to use this result in immersive application, for example, we are not he uh, there yet. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a bit uh, uh, weird that the, the meshing algorithm that, uh, that is a technology that we've been working on for 
decades is now the the technology that is not uh, uh, advanced enough to to be able to to um, to to make us work with this great rendering so uh, we can see that uh, sometimes technology uh, are moving at different pace and now something that we thought was uh, uh, mastered is not uh, anymore so there will be some other work to be done on this uh so yeah it's it's a great news uh once again they are advertising this as a like the 3d scan is dead uh, and uh, we can do whatever we want with a simple uh, video or movie um so in the context it, it would be great but we know that it's not completely the case so yeah. uh hopefully it will arrive in the in the upcoming months um and uh and that that's pretty much it. Yeah, but yeah, one one impressive thing it's on the other thing that you show up. Uh, it's a it's a car, and we can see that the the windshield and the reflection on the windshield is perfectly done. And we know that when you are doing three D scans, uh, clear or transparent uh, surfaces are are a mess. So it's very uh very impressive that he works uh with this uh, with this technology mm. that that was my point and i agree with you the, the editor now the unity and everything needs to allow this kind of rendering to happen so they need to embed that kind of rendering uh, system inside their, their tool so we can use it differently mm. but yeah it's great the, the particularly like like we said the, the windshield and the glass and the reflection are really looking great and that's was not the case before with the other solution so yeah nice to see it moving forward yeah, one one thing to mention on the on uh, that scanning topic is uh, i saw some videos of ios 17 that seems to have a really nice uh 3d capture tool uh, so I, I don't know what technology they are using i think it's more uh, classic technology may be improved. Um, it's also um, an, uh, something to track and to, to test. That's right. And although all the samples are nice, the video I, I saw was not containing any reflection. So it was more statue that was as a, a matte mate fa fabric. So nothing that has reflection. So that's usually the issue as the first time you, you try it when you have something furry or or with reflection that start to you start to have really weird shape in the screen that you end up with but yeah like you said it needs to be retested with this new version that has been released yeah okay great so uh uh i'll do my topic right now uh, uh do you have another thing to to present instead oh, sorry no i think that's it the, the other one we'll talk together okay. okay great so just two quick topics to to end this podcast the uh, first one is uh a discussion with we a topic we have uh we have been talking uh about the the for several weeks now it's uh, Meta and uh, another video that they released, uh, and uh, surprisingly, 
uh, we don't know if uh, Facebook teams members are looking at uh, our podcast, but uh, they are finally releasing a video where they are presenting like uh, industrial, very practical use of uh, their headsets. So there were some protein chemists use, there are some industrial use, uh, training, uh, maintenance, and uh, all the use case that we've been using in VR for the past 10 to 20 years. But it's refreshing to see that a big player like Meta is finally uh, focusing on those uh, use case uh, that are so that will be bringing a new community or new customers to their uh, environment and say or uh, the the meta VR and mixed reality uh, part. So uh, very interesting to see that uh, they are uh, finally doing this. It's it's been a, a while that since we 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 uh, we talk well. well we propose them to do so. So we are. Uh, we know that this recipe is the good, is the best one, uh, because uh, we saw uh, Magic Leap doing the same, uh, focusing on entertainment and games, and then switching switching to uh, the industrial part. Maybe too late because uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Magic Leap is not in that uh, good shape right now. They are. Uh, they, they are. Uh, shrinking their teams and they are basically living on the, the exploitation of their patent uh, so not uh, the best situation for magic Leap right now uh, but we can hope that meta uh, with this power and uh, ability to 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 do this will uh, be able to work with professional and be able to engage in those uh, use cases uh, in an efficient way so I don't know if you have any uh, I think to say about this. <clears throat> For me, uh, like you said, the, the HoloLens went the same way. They did the first one with some games and they did with the headset and they completely shift for the second version and um, focused only on, on enterprise uh, and business solution, um, even in their communication. So I think that that's what we were saying for a couple of months. Uh, that's what Meta should have done if they wanted to go for the pro market uh, with the Quest Pro. Uh, now they are doing it for the for the new version. Uh, so that's I think that that's great. That show off that they are understood uh, where they need to be. They want to move forward with uh, pushing the headset inside the inside the industry. Now um, <clears throat> working with some industrial uh, companies right now. We have some feedback that they don't want to use Meta headset. Um, <clears throat> and they prefer to use HTC Vive or open, uh, open solution like Plinz. So I don't know if that's the market they will manage to go through with. Um, we'll see uh, if they uh, open up a bit more their platform for Pro, uh, where you can remove part of their software uh, <clears throat> access some of the cameras or dev sensors. It seems like on the MetaQuest 3, they, uh, there is some leaks saying that we will have access to the dev sensor, so that they could be already uh, opening up a bit their, their platform. That could be great. Um, we'll see, I guess, how they move forward.
Yeah, I think it's uh, it's very interesting to see, like the even the style of the video is completely different from the usual style that Meta has. Uh, it's very professional, very sleek. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, and uh, I think, as you were saying uh, last week, uh, Guillaume, the they are not showing the Quest Three. <laughs> Uh, but um, I can understand this is for a professional and the industrial target, so they are showing the Quest Pro, and maybe uh, they are showing the Quest Pro in uh, what we hope are actual usage, like the, the people in the videos are people that actually use the, the, the device and not actors, um, but uh, it's, uh, it's interesting to, to see. And yeah, as you were saying, Seb, I totally agree. Are the industry ready to engage with Meta? Um, because it's not like uh, a device that the industry will buy and use for a couple of hours. It's something that they are using a lot for training, for maintenance and so on. So it's a device that needs to be, it's an investment that will hopefully last uh, for a couple of years, and uh, again, we we say that a lot, but Meta has not yet a clear um, explanation of their strategy and roadmap. Um, but it's um, at least it's a nice move uh, in the in the good direction. Yeah. Yeah, it's one that it should have done at the release of the headset to hopefully send more to companies. Uh, it's a bit late now to show off some new things on the Quest Pro, which didn't they announce that they will discontinue the headset and not uh, build no, the, anymore? They announced a, a new iteration with uh, LG. Uh, there will be a Quest 2 Pro 2, but it will be called the Quest 4, uh, if uh, I remember correctly. Okay. So once again, they are not very clear about the name and the strategy. But, but even even before that, I think they they were saying that they were they will discontinue the production yeah. of the yeah Quest yeah there Pro. were some rumors so, and then it was uh, uh, yeah so yeah. no no the yeah so, so, it, I guess there is a bit of yeah miscommunication or I don't know in uh, in the the meta teams but uh, if there were. If there was this leak, it means that someone must have said it in the, the, the internal teams mm. of Meta. And uh, <clears throat> then they are maybe some team members were not aware of what they were doing, or maybe just after that, seeing the reaction, they, they switched their, uh, their decisions. So we don't really know what is going on, but it's clear that it's not clear them <laughs> maybe this video is their way to say no no it still exists and we're still producing yeah. some oculus web pro yeah but you're completely right this is exactly the, the type of video that should have been released at the same time as the mm. uh, quest pro just to present mm. what professional can do with their headsets and uh i think that yeah, it's, was it's, a... it's, it's late <laughs> we're sure it's it's we, it we was the kind of success that had uh, Microsoft with the, the HoloLens 2, because uh, mm -hmm. when you go to air shows, uh, you can see there is a lot of HoloLens 2 being used to for manufacturing, for training, and and they really 
manage to to sell their assets to companies and to focus on on, on businesses uh, really for industrial use case uh, so yeah like you said and, and they they did that like microsoft when they released eurolens to all their video were, were about uh business use case industrial use case And uh, very quick on the Holland's topic, I saw that the uh, military program in the US uh, was approved to the next phase for Holland's. So um, I don't know what that means for the Holland's itself. Um, and it, would it lead to new versions of the Holland's, even though if they, Microsoft said that they won't be? Um, I have some hopes. <laughs> Well, uh, basically, it means that they uh, unlocked the four uh, four hundred million dollars that were blocked uh, through this uh, phase. So, I guess it's good news for Microsoft, and uh, as it would um, the the situation that leads to the uh, VR mixed reality lab to be completely cleared off. Uh, I hope that maybe they'll get their dev back <laughs> at some point to 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 improve or continue the Ololens project, yeah. Yeah, because there is a whole team at Microsoft that went directly to that headset, which is not open to public, and did specific development on this one. I did a couple mm -hmm. of cameras, like uh, infrared cameras that allows the user to see in the dark and, and stuff that yeah. might be retrofit afterwards to their new headset, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, they will win some, they will, uh, yeah, managed to, to get some new features inside the new headset with a lower cost mm -hmm. because they did all that test with uh, the army. Exactly. Okay, so final topic, which is more like a rumor. So this is why we are just, we'll be talking about this very quickly. But apparently Nintendo would be working with Google on a VR or mixed reality headset. Uh, so just to make a bit of history and to present why it could be a, a good news. Um, so first of all, Nintendo is known to be not that good with partnership. Uh, we all remember the 1988 uh, try-on with Sony with the Nintendo PlayStation uh, and uh, them creating their biggest uh, competition in the following years after that because they couldn't uh, manage to, to, to seal the deal uh, with this uh, new console. And uh, by sharing too, too much information about how to make uh, entertainment console, uh, well, Sony did their own device and uh, we, we know the history uh, from there. But uh, so they're trying, they, they maybe uh, they are maybe trying to do the same with VR. So why not? We'll see if they can uh, manage a partnership this time. But I guess the, the biggest information about this is that we all know that uh, Nintendo is very, very cautious about uh, innovation and them uh, arriving on the mixed reality slash VR, AR field is a very good news for us. Uh, it means that it's mature for them. So um, we maybe we are maybe entering 
this new uh, era where VR and AR is completely accepted uh, because we also know that uh, Nintendo is most of a family uh, brand. So if they succeed in creating this uh, very efficient and um, uh, user-friendly device, uh, it could announce that at some point we will be seeing VR and mixed reality headsets in every pretty much every house, uh, maybe even in elderly house, because we know that the Wii uh, did uh, some some kind of uh, uh, blowout in the in their in this field. So we we have just a very few information about this. It should be a standalone and being able to to do a, a mixed reality, meaning VR and AR. So. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. So I don't know. Well, I would like to know what you 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 are thinking about these guys. On my side, I think Nintendo needs needs Google because the the only uh, hardware uh, CPU <coughs> available to render so such a thing is uh, the the Qualcomm chipset, and I don't think they will make their own uh, CPU or GPU. Uh, so they need to use that, and it's using Android. So at one point, they need to get closer to Google to do anything. So I think that's where the relationship starts. Maybe they need to have a way well, for sure that they need to lock their games and make sure everything is running on, only on their headset and not compatible with all the other headsets. So they need a, an Android version that is locked uh, by them in, in a way that is uh, Pretty strong uh, for them to, to make sure they are selling their game afterwards. Um, but yeah, like you said, it, Nintendo is always coming with new ideas, new design, uh, and usually they make a hit and they manage to really uh, push that forward to, to the public and have a, a, a well thought price for their device, so it's uh, affordable for the for the user. So great news to have this, this kind of device uh, coming to the market and having Nintendo uh, uh, to, to even make some games because they're really good at that. Uh, mm -hmm. So get a, a new interaction and put that and, and uh, have some games using that new kind of interaction. They are always have been good at, at, at this. So it's great to have them in, in, the, in the game. But just, just there is, as a reminder, they, they tried some stuff with the, with the the 3ds and we can't say that it was a success mm. <laughs> they, they were trying the autotheroscopic uh display uh which was a very what some kind of a revolution at the time but i don't know anyone that was very enjoying this view mm. uh and they had the wii u as well but yeah mm. Uh, they tried some stuff, um, some more successful than the other, but uh, yeah, we can hope that it, it brings some traction or uh, power to the VR field and uh, maybe f uh, convince the the the, the last uh, people to to for, to adopt uh, VR and uh, mixed reality uh, content. One thing, um, I think VR is still recommended for older than twelve years old. So they will cut a 
big part of their market uh, going that way, I think. Or, or they will lower the age, but... Yeah, well, the, I guess they'll deal with, like Meta did. Uh, it's uh, six years old now for, to, to be entering Horizon with the Meta Quest. Uh, so basically, they are not uh, listening to the medical advice mm. uh, for, for children, which is uh, indeed uh, between 10 and 12 uh, for them to have their eyes uh, completely uh, built uh, and not have some uh, uh, side effects in the in the long term. It's not even only the eyes problem. It's also the fact that you enter via environment and you lose uh, at that age. Your brain is not meant to to uh, do this kind of experience. Or... Uh, it's uh, basically the main issue is about depth. Uh, because uh, the focal point, oh, it's <laughs> way okay. past my ability, but yeah, the focal point uh, is still in construction and this ability to see the depth uh, until you are 10 or 12 and using too much VR should, could uh, destroy that ability to, to see depth. So it's kind of annoying if you can't see depth uh, as an adult. So. Uh, uh, this is a main uh, concern about using VR, uh, and of course we know that uh, uh, VR can heal and uh, uh, some uh, uh, psychiatric uh, like uh, issue like uh, phobia and so on. So we can guess that it can do the other way around yeah, and create some uh, some bad stuff. So hmm. yeah, be very cautious with uh, children and, uh, and screens uh, anyway. One one thing on uh, on that on, on Nintendo is um, if if they release this, um, so yeah, they are very good at doing super nice uh, UI uh, user experience, a very nice user experience that can be used by the whole family. Uh, but I think here the expectations will be very high uh, if Nintendo releases something. So. Um, uh, maybe similar to Apple, the expectations are super high on the Vision Pro, uh, and they will be very high for for Nintendo as well. So, I hope that uh, uh, they do a they do a very good uh, job at that, and yeah, um, maybe the help from Google will uh, will prove uh, worthwhile. It's it's kind of weird that uh, Sony, for example, with this PSVR two, uh, they didn't seem to have this kind of uh, issue because they were presenting like the PSVR one. It was not perfect. Uh, it has uh, its community right now and uh, its users. And uh, when the PSVR two uh, has been released, uh, there were not that high level of expectation. They were like, yeah, it's another headset. Why not? And uh, I didn't see that much review, bad reviews or people that saying, oh, it's Sony, it should be perfect and it's not, it's awful. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I really don't know why some companies like Nintendo are more, uh, they, they have more weight on their shoulders for, for this kind of device that, than others. It's, uh, it's very interesting to see uh, uh, as a whole. I uh, would be interested to see how much they are selling uh, the PSVR 2. I don't know if you 
have a way to find that, but that, that would be interesting to share that. Yeah, my my last uh, the last numbers I saw uh, it's 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 been a while now, but they were not as good as they expected. But given the economical uh, context, uh, I think they were pretty uh, impressed with this anyway. So we 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 could have uh, an updated numbers at some point. All right. Um, just one thing you mentioned, Magic Leap was in, were in the bad shape. Uh, they also announced uh, that the first version of their headset will be uh, stop, will stop working uh, next year. Uh, and we had one, I tried to <laughs> sell it just before they announced it. So now I guess I will keep it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it would be a brick or something to put on a, on a shelf. <laughs> The decoration, um, but yeah, it's very weird that they, they did it this way. Uh, I think that the first headset I've heard of that is a software limitation date, uh, expi expiration date. Uh, that's really weird that they went this way. I don't know what was what they were thinking. Uh, I don't know if they did the same for the Magic Leap 2 because uh, they are selling them right now, but some of them bought it and discovered that they are. They have the same kind of expiration date. Uh, I wonder what, uh, what they will do if they will, uh, try to sell it too. <laughs> but uh, that's, I don't know what you think about that. that, that, that I found it very well to, uh, to have it done it this way. Well, for, for being a Magic Leap user as well, uh, I was a bit shocked uh, <laughs> as well by this announcement. Uh, we all know that they had some battery issues and there was some kind of updates and I, I yeah, I, I guess the update for the software auto-destruction maybe was with this update at some point. Uh, so uh, I, I didn't did it. <laughs> I didn't do it for, for sorry. So I don't know if mine will be exploding at some point, uh, either with the battery or the software self-destruction. Uh, uh, feature uh, but yeah it's it's very very weird it's not a good message to send for new customers meaning that you will be buying some uh, temporary devices especially at that price tag uh, it means also that you won't be using it as a piece of history because none of those uh, devices will be working anymore in 10 years so yeah it's as you as you mentioned, it's a brick. It's a good art object you could you'd be putting on your shelves. Um, given the situ financial situation of Magic Leap, I guess it's uh, one more nail in the coffin for them uh, with kind of this kind of announcement. So, yeah, they are preparing their uh, their ending in a short term. I guess uh, they are just closing doors everywhere. Maybe they are doing this for um, competitors not being able to tear it down or use it in another way. So yeah, it's 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 basically self-destruction. We we fail, everything will fail, and no one will be benefiting benefiting from this uh, at this at at some point. 
it's it's very rare <laughs> as a strategy for to be honest but yeah why not <laughs> yeah um i have one last thought on nintendo is um um currently the nintendo console are like more family and friends uh so you have multiple uh, controllers and you can play with multiple people here uh, depending on the price tag uh, it can be expensive to buy know, two or three or four uh, devices so what i would be very interested to see is how they um, connect into the same experience someone will have the headset and some people will be on the console that could be very interesting a very nice um, experience so we'll see i guess <laughs> there was a couple again on the, on the quest that was <clears throat> that were available and allowing a person to use an android phone or an ios phone to play with the person that is using the headset at the same time so that's already there is already some games out there that are using this kind of interaction between a tablet and, a, and the headset and bringing the the user together but yeah like you said a world part a, a big part of the game they release and the success they have nintendo is the fact that it's really a family console like you said and you play together at games at the same time and here with the headset we know that that's the issue you are isolating yourself or meeting people inside the headset that are not with you in this at the same place so could be great if they think already uh, uh, from start at room scale at sharing the space together and being able to yeah, be in the same room and do a, an escape game for example together in your space and also have a price that is allowing that uh, people can buy two and play together mm. Okay, guys, I uh, think this is a wrap up for today. I thank you uh, very much for your different topics, and uh, we'll be seeing you next week for another episode of this uh, Lost in Immersion podcast. So, see you guys. Have a nice